0: six of the shore report i'm jay posner and i'm jessica linthorne and uh, today we'll be chatting a bit about making Sogging shores a bicycle friendly community
1: yeah absolutely so our guest on the show was actually in a few days ago um so we uh had an opportunity to chat with justin jones from share the road before he went to council on monday night um and as i understand the conversation at council was was really positive
0: yeah uh, we you know we don't Need to belabor that, but it was a good conversation. I think Council is looking forward to more discussion on bike friendly.
1: Absolutely, and what that means, yeah, certainly. So let's just jump right into our conversation with Justin and learn more about Share the Road. Okay, great. So we are joined today with Lisa Billing, our recreation supervisor with the town of Sogging Shores, and Justin
2: Jones. Yeah, hi. Nice to be here.
1: So you are with Share the Road. Can you tell us maybe your title and maybe just like a brief, what's your elevator speech for Share the Road?
2: Uh, So I'm the manager of the Bicycle Friendly Ontario program. So we run the Bicycle Friendly Communities program here in Ontario. We work with municipal government, provincial government, other stakeholders to build a more bicycle friendly Ontario, just build a better place to ride bikes.
1: That's great. That's a perfect elevator speech.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly, I've had a lot of practice at it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we like that when when you can be very clear. But you've been here before. You were here in May uh, yeah. to run uh, help us through a workshop, and I wonder if you can just do a quick recap because you're you're going to be going to council later tonight, and, and I'm assuming you'll you'll give them uh, some of that uh, context as well.
2: Yeah. So uh, I came here in May. Um, it was early May. It was actually the day after my birthday. Uh, it was May 9th and tenth uh, that I was here. Um, so I'll always remember my Soggy and Shores workshop. <laughs> okay, so happy, birthday. Yeah. Yeah. happy belated birthday! Yeah. Um, and so we we did a we did a workshop where we brought together stakeholders from all over the community. So um, you know, folks from the Rail Trail Association, from uh, here at town staff, from the um, Soggy and Shores Police Service, from community members, all sorts of folks. Uh, everyone that touches cycling in their day-to-day activities um, we brought them all together and we kind of just knocked our heads together about what is happening as it relates to cycling and sogging shores uh, and then what we can do to move forward and so um, we really just kind of threw a whole lot of ideas out there and and see what sticks and that's really uh, what we're here to talk about today at council is to share with them the, the results of that meeting.
1: Yeah, that's great. And I remember I was uh, part of that meeting in May, and and Lisa, you and I had worked closely on the, the early days on this stuff and what it looks like. And something that I know when we came together as a group, and I know, Justin, you've you reiterated it a few times, it's not just about bike facilities and bike lanes. It's not all infrastructure. It's what your community is doing together collectively. Um, can you just kind of speak to, to what that means, too, from on your end?
2: Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, it's uh, it's timely. I saw that there's a notification about the uh, the pool, so my, my analogy is going to make a lot of sense. Um, But, uh, you know, the the same reason you wouldn't build a new community pool and then not staff it with lifeguards and offer swimming lessons, it's the same reason you don't want to build new cycling infrastructure and facilities and then not go out and provide that supportive programming around it. So, you know, the Bike Friendly Community Program... Is, is about the five E's and engineering is the first E because I mean obviously the physical infrastructure that keeps people feeling safe when they're cycling is really important um, but at the same time there's also education encouragement enforcement and evaluation and planning and all five of those or the rest of those the four of the rest of the E's are, are hard to see in terms of physical infrastructure on the ground but um, you know when you go to a community that's really focusing on those four E's as well um, you really feel feel it and you feel safer as a person on a bike. Mm -hmm.
1: That's cool. Well, And I know that a few things that you guys have done in the rec department, like with your glow ride, um, I know there was another bike rodeo this year uh, in partnership with the police. Like You guys have done some of that stuff. Um, I feel like I'm seeing and feeling more of it
3: this year in the past little while, while we've been making this a real priority. Yeah, we definitely were inspired coming out of the workshop um, with Share the Road and around the bicycle friendly community. Program, so we thought instead of just waiting um, and to see what the report's going to recommend and what we're going to, you know, action out of that. Let's get started now. Let's start. We have some momentum. We have people in the community excited. So let's start rolling with that and bring together some programs um, and and those encouragement and enforcement pieces and start working with those partners to really start to kind of showcase. Um, Cycling and getting on your bike and sucking shores—that's so cool. Did you realize that you said the words momentum and rolling? No, I did not. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) we got cycling on the brain in this room.
2: Yeah, no kidding. eh?
0: So uh, you're coming to council this evening, so that's November 13th to to present some of the five E's, the recommendations Mm -hmm. of those five E's. Can you highlight a few? Because I'm imagining tonight we're not getting a direction from council. But we're we, what the, we want a conversation with them on these issues or these recommendations. So I wonder if you can just highlight a few, and we'll make sure this gets put up on the, on the website as yeah, well.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think that the the one thing that I noticed when I visited Sogging Shores that I was really impressed with was um, just the the extent of the existing infrastructure. You know, what I mean, just having that rail trail really does connect most of your community amenities together, which is pretty fantastic. Um, so a lot of the recommendations that are going to come out of this workshop report don't necessarily focus on the development of new infrastructure. I mean, there are some pieces in there where you need to address some pinch points and whatnot, but at the end of the day, the majority of the recommendations are things that the community can can kind of undertake to talk more about cycling with their communities. So um, things like development developing a Saugeen Shores Active Transportation Committee. This is something that we see all over the province that when we're looking at bike-friendly communities, most of the bike-friendly communities in Ontario do have an Active Transportation Committee. And then uh, when you have that committee, you provide them with a budget and with some staffing support. So you empower them to be able to run programs and do the kind of uh, the other four E's Um, you know they can't get out there and build infrastructure but they can pretty much do everything else as it relates to the five e's and you've got these interested volunteers Um, things like public awareness campaigns to promote the one meter safe passing law that became law in uh, 2015 a lot of uh, people out on the road whether they're driving or whether they're riding a bike still don't necessarily know what that means and what that looks like in practice so getting out there and doing those kind of public awareness campaigns um, lights on bikes is another great thing you know just making sure that you're providing people with uh, the information about how important it is to keep your bike lit up and and the increased fines that came along with that one meter safe passing law Um, and then uh, one of the things that that came out was the idea of a neighborhood bike route strategy for Sagin Shores and I think that this is a really interesting piece um, because when I was riding around Sagin Shores you know the the interesting thing about the towns in Southampton and Port Elgin is that even though they're they're you know built along the shoreline, um, they still have that classic grid pattern, uh, which means that it's it's a flexible, adaptable street network, which means that you're able to use some of your streets in potentially a little bit different way. Um, So identifying some neighborhood streets and and identifying those as priority bike routes, um, you don't really even need to do any infrastructure changes on those. Maybe some traffic calming, some bollards, some bump outs, some mini traffic circles at intersections, even diverting uh, drivers away from using those as through streets and instead forcing them to turn when they come to an intersection so that they become a street for, for people walking, for people cycling, and for things like kids playing road hockey and whatnot they become a neighborhood street again and those are the kinds of things that uh, that came out when we were having these discussions around the tables at the workshop and then it's my job to take those recommendations that come from the real experts which are the people that live work and play in saugine shores and provide some context and some information about how those things have become reality in other places and how they could become reality here in saugine shores as well
1: man man, that is so cool do you have, like, the coolest job in the whole world? I I do tell
2: people that I kind of have I the coolest bet. job in Ontario. Like, I mean, basically, I get to go around and, like, I, I get... I get paid to ride a bike. Probably like <laughs> probably like ten fifteen days a year, I get paid to ride a bike, which is just awesome. <laughs> Blows like, my mind. That's I'm not, I'm, and like for someone who's you know, I mean, you can't you can't see me. This is the the beauty of radio. Um, but I am definitely not built like a speed cyclist. Like you know, I'm a big heavy set guy, and for you know, this is the only way I get paid to ride a bike because I'm not riding the Tour de France or anything. Yeah, but but <laughs> I think that was important. You, you stress that at
0: the workshop is that that's. That's one of the principles that we should be designing and building our cycling network with, Mm -hmm. you know, normal people in mind. We're not, you know, for the racers or whatever. We're not building it for them. We're building it for most people. For everybody. Yeah, it's accessible.
2: Cyclists going to cycle, but, you know, people (laughs) on bikes, they need something different, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was
0: clear. It was also clear, I think, your presentation tonight. Was this in conjunction with Lisa? I can't remember where, but people want to ride more. It's quite clear. Mm -hmm. We just need yeah i guess awareness training education and some safe level of safety i guess yeah
3: i think there was that like 60 percent is maybe the number you said that like they they want to ride but they're concerned group which i think a yeah. lot of like myself i definitely fall into mm-hmm. um but i think a lot of people in the community would too
2: yeah the interested but concerned are always the biggest group yeah. you know it's about 60 percent of the population that really are are interested in riding mm-hmm. a bike more often but they don't feel safe doing so so um yeah just giving them that opportunity providing them with those safe routes and and like i said you know here here in soggy shores that doesn't mean going out and spending millions of dollars on new infrastructure i think it means rethinking how some of your streets are used and i think more than anything it means uh, giving people the social space mm-hmm. to ride a bike. Not even necessarily the physical space, but the social space to, to provide them with uh, an avenue where they can go and ride with friends and ride with other families and ride with their neighbours and just go and have fun, you know? Um, if I was to invite you to come with me on, like, a 60-kilometer bike ride out to the middle of nowhere and then just turn around and come on a 60-kilometer bike ride back probably not super likely to want to come join me but if I say hey let's go for ice cream and let's take our bikes Mm -hmm. you know that becomes like Mm -hmm. a much easier proposition so giving people that that kind of space where they can just do the things they like doing but with bikes
1: yeah that's really great and we we've talked a little bit about um well the the cycling initiatives and Ontario by bike and share the road on a previous podcast and so we can link back to that too to kind of hear about how far we've come over the course of the summer but Right before we hit record, we were talking about coffee, and we were talking about bike rides to different coffee shops, and uh, and we were joking, saying, like, you know, we'll go as far as it takes to get a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, and I love this for lots of reasons, and I do economic development with the town, and so when I think about the tourism and the opportunity, the economic opportunity to having safe routes. Um, you want to buy an ice cream? Great. Let's go buy a local ice cream. There's you know, lots of local opportunities to get out and support our local businesses. And if you can do it on a safe route on your bike with your kids and your spouse or whatever,
3: mm-hmm.
1: great. Why not? Exactly. And we already
3: know people are bringing their bikes up when they come into yep. the community. We are right next door to McGregor Point Provincial Park. with a, They have their own trails and they are indicating that there's lots of people that are arriving by bike or not by bike but with bikes on their vehicles yeah. mm-hmm. so they're you know people are bringing their bikes up here they want to explore and it's such a beautiful and community to explore I love it so yeah, yeah. doors open
0: that's great Yeah, the excited. talent have, we'll be collaborating more closely Lisa you and me yeah. on our transportation master plan over the coming months as well and a lot of these recommendations I know will be you be able to be integrated quite easily, I think, in that mm-hmm. plant. So mm-hmm. we're looking forward to a, a good long cool. future with this. It's Very really
2: good. exciting. I mean, you know, there's 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 a ton of excitement in you know where I live in Collingwood, uh, in the Georgian Bay area. There's a ton of excitement about the extension of the the Lake Huron cycling route and mm-hmm. starting to stitch together like Lake Huron and Georgian Bay and the Great Waterfront Trail which you know the Waterfront Regeneration Trust has 1600 kilometers wow. of trail here in Ontario. You know, we are we are sitting on a gold mine when it comes to tourism here in Ontario because we've got some of the greatest stretches of cycling in North America. You know, I mean, we've got the Niagara Escarpment, we've got the you know we've got Lake Huron, we've got Georgian Bay, we've got Manitoulin Island. Like the list just goes on and on and on. All these incredible landforms, and and then all the incredible communities that you go through. Mm-hmm. And I think Sogging Shores is just such a perfect example of that. You know, you if you were to, to ride your bike, you know, you you go through Kingardon. Lovely little town. You end up in in Southampton. Stop and have a beer at Outlaw. You keep riding up to Sobble Beach. Maybe you dip in the water. Go for a surf. Like it's mm. th- there's everything mm-hmm. here, right? I'm like, too bad it's winter now. Yeah. Well, yeah, but isn't isn't that when they go surfing now? Yeah, it's like do. the winter man. Oh man, I don't even know how they move in yeah. those wetsuits. so
1: true. <laughs> Tons and tons of opportunity. Well, thanks for coming in, Justin. That was really informative, and uh, all the best tonight at Council. I think that the community is going to be really excited to hear what you have to say.
2: Well, I hope so. Um, I'm really, you know, I've I've loved coming to Soggy Shores. I really enjoyed my time here in May, and uh, it was nice to have an excuse to come back. Oh,
1: awesome. Great. Thanks. Thank you.
2: So that's it. I guess time,
0: as always, to say, uh, you know, let us know what you think. You can uh, let us know by emailing us at podcast.suginshores.ca. And as as usual, we want you to know that you can subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud.
1: Yeah, follow along. We'll let you know when we are designated bike-friendly, and and, uh, we're happy to continue to tell our story.
0: I like that it's when, not if.
1: When, absolutely.